and it's there! And it's George Edmondson! Could be the weekend we get our shekels with Omar Beckles. Great corner from Kieran Sadlier, and it was Omar Beckles to head home. He's third of the Monday. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Gavin. Welcome to the Anytime Notebook podcast. I'm here every week to review what we've seen. Mark your goal scorer card for the weekend and put up some good value selections, which we did do this week. Um, a healthy midweek card for us to get stuck into. I imagine lots of notebook eyes will be on Sutton Crawley in League Two, but there's a good supporting card as well. Joining me to look through that card, put up a few selections. John Bywater, at setpiece here on Twitter. Um, bravo, John. Shekels for Beckles was ringing out across all the corners of the internet on Saturday afternoon. You must have been pleased with that. Yeah, I think it was trending. Um, uh, I saw at least one person mention it, so uh, yeah, maybe not trending. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, apart from me getting his nationality wrong, that added to it, I felt. And uh, it was a pretty simple goal, wasn't it? He just got away from his man and... uh, wouldn't say he couldn't miss, but he took it well, and that that was that really. But yeah, yeah, it was pleasing, pleasing. Ed, Ed Turns taking a lot of um, taking a lot of attention from from um, defenders as well, which which seems to help both of those two. But they, they, Norian certainly a, a threat and strolling their way to to a League Two title, which is good. Um, Alfie McCalmont, I guess, more than a favourable mention as well, who uh, got the opener for Carlisle, yes. two and three now. Uh, and uh, just just reflecting, we'll, 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 we'll quickly get on to the, to the midweek card, but um, Sam McClelland, um, who we put up for uh, Barrow at Walsall, um, a bullet header saved on the line, a bit of healthy XG there as well. He he remains in the notebook, which is, um, which is bursting full of players that we think probably look due. Um, John... Midweek coupons always where kind of instinct and, and intuition tend to take over. Formed a few rapid opinions after after the weekend's action and before the dust has settled on the weekend. I think there's plenty to review from the weekend, but let, let's focus on the information available that might impact Tuesday's coupon. I think probably the best place to start is is League One, where um, I think Cambridge opened about twenty three to twenty, but there's very little odds against left for Cambridge because I think they they come out with plenty of plaudits after their their defeat to Portsmouth. Um, they host Morecambe tomorrow. Uh, let us know you, you had some interesting views on on, on Cambridge and set piece quality, I guess. Yeah, sometimes with when it's the uh, midweek, well, it's not the midweek, is it? It's Monday, but I had a bit of uh, a bit of time yesterday, so I thought I'd have a closer look at Cambridge uh, with these, basically because Lloyd Jones is popping up quite regularly now, when he's never been a regular chance uh, chance getter, if you like. But we, we talked about Mark Morrison last week mm. or at the weekend, uh, but I think. I missed it anyway. That uh, well, I didn't miss that he went there, but Conor McGrandles went went to Cambridge from Charlton on loan in January, and his set plays at the weekend were fantastic. Um, very so unlucky not to score, but Morrison had a, a decent chance. Uh, Jones was close to a few, but the delivery is absolutely superb. I mean, McGrandles was it a couple of years ago? He was very. He was like one of the top. Sort of midfielders, wasn't he in League One? Uh, yeah, was he? It was yeah, that Lincoln, short wasn't spell. He? Was he yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, short spell where he scored quite a few, I think, as well. And he's gone to Charlton, and I don't think he's really got started there. But I think that explains why 
I mean, not so much Morrison because he will always get chances, but I think mm. it explains why Lloyd Jones has picked up. Now you've got the dilemma here with um, this is one of those where you factor in a price in your head with Lloyd Jones. I mean, he's been forever and a day a massive price, isn't he? Mm. Um, like, you know, we're talking months ago, but and even last season. And you've always thought mm, he, he might score the odd one, but now he's he's shortened up. He's actually shorter than Morrison, which I'm not sure is right uh, against Morecambe. But it is Morecambe. Uh, Lloyd Jones is the biggest price of 14s, and mm. I think that's I think that's probably about right. But he, and Morrison's 16s. If I had to, if I had to push on it, I think I would take the Morrison at 16s. But I'm a bit worried that it's a, a potential nil-nil written all over it. But you, you've got a view about the Cambridge. Uh, yeah, only that I thought Liam Bennett was. You might just have had his most productive game for for Cambridge from right wing back since uh, coming back from Warsaw. Um, it all looks a bit rushed when it comes to him, but you know he, he's advanced well down the right, found himself in some good positions, a couple of good chances away. Um, I, I, I forgot they were playing kind of Morecambe in midweek, but I'd, I'd already kind of circled him against Daniel Harvey when Cambridge visit MK Dons on on Saturday. Okay, I guess what that does tell you is MK Dons on Saturday, Morecambe at home midweek. What a what uh, a huge week, week it is for Cambridge. Yeah. yeah, but I guess who 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 might it be for Morecambe? Max Melbourne maybe down the right. Um, but yeah, I thought that hey, that was that was something that popped up. I think you know three or four shots away, but we got into some good positions and like I say, looked a little bit rushed. But not often that we we start off a pod with you know plenty of good news about Cambridge and maybe a few angles there for for people to get involved in. Um, I thought Cheltenham were another interesting one. We get to we get to test out your. Um, Cheltenham under the light strategy on Tuesday. It's work. It worked well on Saturday. It must, must be said. Uh, thank you, Jerry Halliwell, for that. Never to be mentioned again. Um, it seems a bit after the Lord Mayor show this one, but Ryan Broom was a was a player that I took from. As I think most people would want to say, I had a look at the data. I think it's about six shots, but I had a little look through them. This is. It's all. I remember landing a nice touch a couple of years back when when Ryan Broom was playing for Plymouth and it, it, very, very versatile, can can play kind of almost across anywhere across the middle and, and, and further back as well. But he does seem to be one of those players that actually when he is pushed further forward, you do get a bit of bang for your buck and a bit of value for money. And he's played, you know, he's played the full 90 minutes as a number 10 on, on Saturday behind May and Keener and... Like I said, got six shots away, all really decent chances. Should probably have put one away in the first half where it's come to and he's just got to slot it past the keeper. But hey, there was some there were some sevens available at first show, but that's that's long since gone. I think you can probably if you've got a Unibet account, you can go and avail them of the of the seventeen to two, but he's he's a fair bit shorter. But I thought of all the the, the players to take out of the week, seeing if we can get Ryan Broom playing in a, an advanced position in consecutive games, there might be some might be some further value there. Um, yeah, anything he's, else? He's a, he's a funny one, isn't he, Broom? Really, he's. I thought I don't know if he's underachieved a little bit. He went to Peterborough, didn't he, and didn't mm. get a look in really. Um, I always I always really liked him a couple of years ago. I thought he was class, but like you say, I think his versatility has gone against him. And I've I did note when I was looking at that Cheltenham stats for the last episode that he's not very popular at Cheltenham to say the least with the fans a lot of them wanted him dropped before the weekend so wow. yeah I think well the sevens was obviously a Rick but you wouldn't get swept away at the current price would you <laughs> very good um, thank you another game though I guess that it doesn't look a coupon full of goals and there looks another game Cheltenham Lincoln that could that could easily be settled by by the odd yeah. goal um, 
a few games. We mentioned Sutton Corley looks to be the outlier when it comes to expected goals on the on the coupon. Anything else in in League One? Actually, actually you 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 spotted you spotted a huge price, I guess, in um, at Shrewsbury at, at Posh. Yeah, this won't surprise anyone who's ever listened, really. But um, Matthew Pennington, or Lord Pennington, as I call him, I don't know why. Uh, you get 20s about, he's a sea of blue already. Um, if you think I'm not backing him here at 16s plus, you've never listened before, is the note I've got here. <laughs> Four league goals this season, third highest XG in, in the Shrewsbury side. Header very well saved at Derby on Saturday when they were 2-0 down. Uh, scored against Peterborough in the FA Cup this season. Peterborough given up plenty of late, including at the weekend. Now, what I really liked about Shrewsbury is they went 2-0 down to Derby on Saturday. And I think it's their newfound confidence of where they are, you know, where they are in this league now that they they changed it. And they actually put Pennington to right back at half time, which is pretty rare. Mm. Um, and I saw Cottrell praising him as he often does, saying he was you know, he just accepted it. Not that he was a, a slight on him, but they went three five two to four four two, got back to two two, and they could have won it in the end. Um, I just think the the confidence levels there are so high at the moment, and I never really get Peterborough right. Whenever I try and oppose them, they win five nil. So it's uh, they're just so hard to predict Peterborough. Uh, but at at the price, Pennington is Pennington's the only bet I've had so far. Put it that way, so. a huge price, wasn't it? Yeah, I was I was surprised. I'll be honest. Just didn't even bother looking because you think he's a he, he just know, scratcher, never, he, but scratching to double he, figures. But yeah, he never price. seems to get. He never seems to go down to that level. I don't know why. He's mm. it's been the same for a long time now. Again, you've got. Um, I mean, you could. The, the good thing with Shrewsbury is they they spread the goals around. You've also got Lee. He's got ten now. Um, mm. A lot of them penalties. Uh, but the Bayless Tom Bayless delivery is up there with the best in the EFL. That that's a fantastic delivery mm. from set plays and. You've obviously got Dunkley we talk about. But again, Dunkley consistently going off shorter than Pennington, that doesn't make sense. You mm. know, he, you could make an argument he could be just a little bit bigger, but he can't really be shorter. Um, elsewhere in League One, the only other game that attracted me was a bit of an obvious one. I think I either put it up or you did uh, in the reverse fixture, but... You've got Cameron Burgess for the ex-club system for Ipswich versus Accrington. Um, 16's top price is definitely playable. Um, that's a bit of a standout. Though. I think the general 10-12s is probably about right. But you've, I just think with Ipswich, as you did at the weekend with Davis or uh, and the uh, not the top 20 pod guys did, mm. they're just so good at beating these lower teams, aren't they? And they, they don't stop. Just, so. I was just having a look. What a run. What a run. So they, you could probably... Yeah. Bristol Rovers was the last pull, probably challenge. What Valentine's Day? Forest Green, MK Dons, Burton, and Accrington. That yeah, could be a good yeah. spot. That could be a good spot for. They head to Bolton on um on Saturday. We could probably know whether this Ipswich revival or this this automatic promotion charges is worth what we think it is. When they um, it's probably a bigger test on on Saturday. But yeah, Accrington, You've, yeah, another yeah. one on that, another one on that list. I think it's um. As a kid, as I said, Accrington have had a hell of a fixture run as well um, mm-hmm. in terms of games in time. I just think they're just they're not going to be particularly focused on this one. I think they they know they can't really very unlikely they get a point here even. So mm-hmm. I think it, you know if you had to put a pencil in there, you'd be quite confident Ipswich would get at least three. So mm-hmm. 
it always opens up the, the game a bit more, doesn't it, as we say? Absolutely, yeah. High expected goals um, improves our chances of, of getting a winner. Down, we'll drop down into League Two before we have a, a look at the Championship coupon where I think there's a there's a handful of games as well. Go on then, pick us out. Who are we, who are we going to side with for Sutton Crawley? Oh, it's a tough one, really, because you, you can make an argument for any of them, can't you? Um, I'd probably just prefer our old friend, Joe Kizzy, um, our old friend. He's never done us a favour, but... No. Um, He's been, even though Kobe Rose got the headlines and the, is it three and three? Three and three now. Yeah, yeah. good quality finish as well on, on Saturday. Yeah. Good header. You can't argue yeah. with it, but Kizzy is getting just as good quality chances, if not better. So mm. you would say it's a matter of time for Kizzy, but I think we've said that before. I think, um, yeah, he's probably the one to, it sounds a very notebook thing to say, but, you know, Rose got his three and third and third, but... um. Kizzy probably wanted to take from the game on Saturday. He's had a pot shot from yes. distance, but two does what Joe Kizzy does, which is you know loitering at the back post and getting a couple of headers in and, and always looking a threat on the far side. Um, yeah. Probably tells us a bit about Crew still, right? That that um yeah. that certain way would have created quite a bit, but that's you know similar similar scenario when they face Crawley. I don't know what I expected. I, I, I sort of feel a little bit. Is he twelve's best, Kizzy? Um, I think that's it's, it, it is okay, really, isn't it? Considering it's Crawley, but yeah, I think Rose the shortest, isn't he? And then good lift, probably fourteen. Good lift, fourteen. Like that. Yeah, that's, I think it's probably about right. But um, in in the order, I think I'd have Kizzy about nine or ten. So you can make an argument. Um, the other game that I looked at, which um, You've you've been on his uh, trail recently. The the Bradford, you know, whether you go with because uh, Matthew Platt had quite a good weekend as well as Sam Stubbs. Mm. Um, wasn't quite sure if you could land on either of those tomorrow night at Walsall. But yeah, so we I think we mentioned on Friday we did a second edit, and I think I mentioned we had a good talk about Sam Stubbs in the first edit, but then that didn't record, <laughs> so right, we ended up yeah. not including him on the uh, on the on <laughs> the, the fa- second the one. famous second edit or the first. Yeah, I mean that would have been. If he'd have scored, that would have been after timing, after all, after timing, wouldn't it? He, he, right. Don't worry, he appears in the in the long forgotten first edit. But um, but he, yeah, he didn't go out, out, you know, without a chance on um on Saturday. Um, match the output. He had two headers on target. Much match match the output of the as you said, Matthew Platt. That 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 Bradford good run. that does seem a bit of genuine set piece threat that's been attached to that good run and yeah. what Walsall nothing really anti Walsall although they did give up that McClellan chance on, on Saturday. But um The problem is you've got Andy Cook's the one who's getting the goals from him and he and he just keeps not he just keeps getting the just, the actual finishing touch to it, which is a bit frustrating for just us. Just a waste, isn't it? Yeah, all these good set yes. pieces we could do without centre forwards. He's doing his job I suppose. The only other thing I had, uh, Stockport wingbacks were the order of the day. Uh, we, were, I think, we were very, very lucky because of long-term listeners to this podcast will might have been surprised we didn't mention anything about Kyle Noyle, who oh. returned to Doncaster and did have a chance on on, on Saturday. <laughs> that would have been that would have been the end of us. <laughs> that would have been we would have packed up and, and gone home. There. Yeah, That'd be next next season. Next um, a bit more threat came down the left hand side. Ryan Wydell got a start in front of uh, Miles Hippolyte, and he actually it played really well. I think there's about three shots on target, um, five shots in total, but some really good headers and shots from open play. 
arriving at the far post like late on. He's again another one who's had a really good chance. He's already scored three this season. I thought that he's probably well, he's definitely going to make the list. What did I have him? There's been a bit of money around from him already. I think he opened about yeah, eleven he's or quite twelve. A big, big short now. He's um, just looking at him actually before we came on. He is ten to one, maybe best you can get. Why can't I find him on here? Oddstecker's in such a mess. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I think they, they haven't even priced up. There's not there's the Sutton game isn't even on it, is it? Oh, no, it doesn't exist according to them. Uh, no, he's drifted out again in the last half an hour. You can get 11s again. That's come oh, from nowhere. So. He's drifted out in the last 10 seconds after I mentioned <laughs> him. That's how that works. <laughs> They've intercepted our notes again. They're <laughs> good at that. Um, a few there then. Stubbs and Rydell in maybe in, in, in League Two. Uh, John, I, I kind of had a little look at the championship, but not in any... Um, oh. Not in any um, prolonged state. Anything pop up for you in a in a reduced championship card for Tuesday? Yeah, I mean the the obvious games, which are captain obvious, the the West Brom against Wigan. Uh, it looks like West Brom have faded, but if you look at the data, last few games, especially weekend uh, Friday night, they were very good. They're just unlucky. Um, now, problem here is you've got the prices are. The bordering on criminal, really. Uh, 15, Fifteen to two, O'Hara. I mean, if, if you ever if you're backing him at fifteen to two, you're giving up. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. he'll score now, but I don't care. You, know, you, <laughs> you can't make a case for him being fifteen to two against anyone. You know, he's quite quite a consistent threat, but you know, he's not he's not in that echelon of single figure players, is he? He had a no. He had a. They had a good day on Friday, didn't he? he was plenty yeah, of chances. Which hasn't helped. Um, yeah. the same same comments with Furlong at tens. We like him, but he hasn't been playing the full ninety minutes either. Mm. So I like the game, but as soon as I saw the prices, no. Now the other captain obvious game is uh, Sheffield United going to Reading. Um, Reading, we just say Reading, don't we? <laughs> now I noticed that Heckingbottom gave. The Sheffield United players yesterday off, Sunday off, which he wasn't going to do. I've had a busy schedule recently with a cup and everything. Now, I did wonder here, um, the regular names all look short enough, really. Uh, Robin Jack Robinson's probably okay at 14, just about okay, but I wondered whether they might rotate in Kieran Clark here. Um, I noticed as well that Heckenbottom was talking about John Egan had played the most minutes of anyone, you know, da-da-da. So if he, if he starts, which admittedly seems probably unlikely, but if he did, then I think he's a fair price. and get 22s, Kieran Clark. He's actually got I, a sneakily sneakily good career record, but Basham doesn't get many games these days. I had it on in the background. I'm sure Basham looked a bit busy in the area. Obviously, game state because yes. they were chasing it for a fair bit, uh, weren't they? But, um, I did, did look at Basham, uh, and then I realised when his last goal was, and yeah, yeah <laughs> it was something like four years ago, and I thought... <sighs> But he hasn't played that much this season as well. Uh, you, the thing that possibly stops Clark playing here, I think, is uh, the uh, very impressive Aham Hodgic. Great, mm-hmm. great name that I can't say. Um, this is his last game of his uh, yellow card suspension, so a okay. little bit short of options. But long-winded say way of saying, if Kieran Clark did play, I would back him at 22s. Excellent. So we'll have a little, let's just have a little kind of look through. So yeah, I've backed Ryan Broom, but be careful about the price. Um, I think there's an ang- we think there's an angle in that 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 Cambridge game. I think Sam Stubbs yeah. and uh, Ryan Wydell are, are 
both in the book already for me. And anything else, John? If you were putting something up, um, the one uh, the one I've backed is Pennington. The only Pennington, yeah. the two the two that I might back are Cameron Burgess, dependent on if I can get the top price really. And as I say, Kieran Clark if he starts. Now, what what are you going to do with uh, Sutton? Then there's no way you're leaving that game alone. I, I know you. Feels like a. It feels like a. It feels like a cover all three and pop it in. It feels like a kind of perms, doubles, and trebles kind of week with maybe a couple at Cambridge, three at Sutton, two at Bradford. I mean, That's there's. Right. I mean, you want you come here so, for you come here yeah, for yeah yeah for, super super Yankee Heinz fifty seven. I, I feel like yeah, I feel like yeah, cross doubles and cross trebles That's in right. in all of those. It feels like um, yeah, or oh, or you know, similarly is entertaining. Choose one and watch the others come in, but at least we get so, to moan about I much it. Prefer, I much prefer that way. It's excellent. Yeah, we, it's we, good, we wouldn't have anything else to do, would we, on a Friday if we didn't get to moan about the ones we And we've gone twenty over 20 minute mark with this short episode. It feels short, though. I, I'm it impressed. Does, yeah. I'm I impressed with our resistance. Yeah. Hey, um, lots to take. Uh, plenty of notes. And I think we both think that actually next Saturday looks like. No spoilers. Um, no spoilers, but there's some players. Yeah, there's, there's some players that perhaps we didn't want to talk about today just so we could cover our backs to see what kind of prices they open up at. But there looks to be some really good opportunities next weekend that we will we'll reconvene then on Thursday night or, or Friday evening and um, reflect on the coupons in the midweek and what we saw last weekend as well. John, let's do it on a, on Thursday night. Yeah, and there's still a chance that everything will be snowed off tomorrow night and this will all have been pointless, but you never know. At least it was only 21 minutes of pointlessness as opposed to the usual 40 minutes of pointlessness. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> People, listeners have got the value already. John, thanks for joining us. Speak to you again soon. Thanks, mate. Talk to you later in the week. Mm-hmm.